Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Fratello Talks, the weekly short-form podcast where we skip the intro and jump right into it. I'm your host, Nacho, and this week I'm joined by my colleagues, Dan and Lawrence. And this week we're going to be talking about wearing classically sized watches. Yes. So, Finally. Yeah, right? Finally. <laughs> all these big watches. This one? Well, yeah, because uh, I'm a fan of smaller watches. So, uh, yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, me too. Just three guys and their small clocks. Exactly. Okay, let's talk about it then. Uh, so, uh, but before, actually, let's do a little bit of wrist check. Yes. Because we're all wearing sort of appropriate watches, I think, for this week's topic. Uh, Laurits, let's start with uh, with what you're wearing. I'm wearing a uh, Rolex Explorer. It's the uh, an older model, so it's an 114270, 36 uh, millimeters. And I'm wearing it on a, uh, on a pigskin strap that nice. uh, hopefully we'll soon see in the Fatello shop. I'm sort of testing it out. Um, not... Massively small, but uh, sure, appropriately sure. sized. I would yeah. say it's not the smallest yeah. watch I have. Yeah, uh, it's thirty-six millimeters. Um, and, but I also wear watches down to 35, 34 as well. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say. Usually, you're you're rocking one of your uh, Longines, uh, vintage yeah. Longines. Yeah, and, and so this is this is uh, for you, I, I I suppose, on the larger side. Yeah, uh, I mean, and the biggest watch I own is thirty-eight. Okay, so okay. Uh, which is I, also vintage yeah. uh, Longines. Exactly. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, it looks great on that uh, on that strap. It's yeah, like a rally like perforated. Uh, exactly. Yeah, it's strap. got the, the the rally holes in it and uh, and everything. Yeah, it's really cool. Very nice. Really I like nice. how you always wear your Explorer on a strap. Yeah, yeah, I do. It's never on the bracelet. No, I do. I do prefer it on the strap. Yeah, <laughs> That's I do. Funny. Yeah, yeah. It looks good. It looks yeah, good. It's nice. Very nice. And Dan, what have you? Uh, what have you got on the wrist? There? I'm wearing an uh, a levrette, levrette, en français. Um, it's uh, we just measured it and it's about like 33 millimeters around about yeah and uh, it's on a fixo flex very old and uh, wonky uh, fixo flex which is also very dirty on the inside it used to be uh, my grandfather's and okay. I think yeah we think we just discussed a little bit yeah. we think it's yeah. like a 70s watch I would say so yeah and um, late 60s early 70s yeah it's, it's something like that it's a little less um fancy as your uh what you're wearing right i guess right. but uh but very cool it's a bit more straight and has a very silver dial which is yeah. patinaing a little bit but um yeah i like it i like wearing it sometimes it's very cool it's very very cool uh yeah and on my wrist i have the uh omega uh, seamaster from 1961 it is a reference uh i don't know the reference but i've, I've written it down for myself it's <laughs> the nice. 14762 uh, so that's the uh, that's the uh, the actual official uh, numerical reference there, uh, but yeah, it's on a uh, beads of rice uh, bracelet. I don't think that these actually came on this bracelet, but you no. could opt to buy it from the jeweler okay. when you bought the watch. Mm-hmm. So it was it was they were made by Omega, and I believe that they were sold uh, separately. Or I suppose if you bought the watch, you could opt yeah. to buy it with the uh, with the beads of rice. Um, but I like wearing it like this. It it gives it a bit of a date just kind of vibe, and uh, yeah, yeah, this particular one has a bit of a, a champagne uh, dial with a bit of patina on it um but i really like it it's got uh, it's got these sort of sharp uh, sharp hands and uh, applied logo and uh, all the dial text everything is uh, is original i don't think it's been polished or at least not uh, not too too much um it's, very, it's got but i like some it. presents for a small watch yes yeah, this like. is uh, it's 34.5 okay millimeters actually so it's My it's hand. just a hair bigger than uh, than the usual 34 uh, millimeter size which is i guess what yeah. we would call classically sized right yeah. i mean but watches for the for the longest time uh were 34 millimeters 
Yeah. Um, I mean, Lex would not consider this a dress watch. We consider watches like this a little dressier uh, yeah. than than you know sportier pieces today. You were wearing your SKX Double uh, yeah. Seven yeah. this morning, yeah. which is uh, definitely bigger and thicker and chunkier and, and definitely Heavier, on the wrist on a yeah. bracelet. It's uh, it's got a lot of presence. But uh, but yeah, how do we feel about these smaller watches? Do you uh, do you do you think uh, they're a bit sort of out of the mainstream? I mean, I don't think many brands make them these they're days. They're definitely but, uh, out of the mainstream. Yeah. But I don't think they should be out of, let's say, sort of the the public focus. I think yeah. there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of hidden gems there. Um, Absolutely. And I think it's also interesting, like, just to go back to what you just said with the how size has changed and also what we consider big and what we consider small. Um, I think, like we just said, 34 used to be a, a quite a normal size. So did For 33. Sure. Yeah. I think the yeah. Longchamp size test that I have, which is 35, is actually considered an oversize. Yeah. Exactly. Compared to yeah. the normal normal thirty two or thirty three, yeah. Um, so I think our whole perception has definitely completely changed in terms of what is a small watch and what is a a large watch. But I think a lot more people should try on thirty five, yeah. thirty six because yeah. they might say, "Oh, it doesn't fit me." Yeah. But I think the majority of people that say it doesn't fit me have never tried them on. For sure, for sure. <laughs> so uh, it, it yeah. also has to do with the style of these watches. Yeah, I, think. I was going to say, like, like the the kind of watch needs a certain size. Yeah, exactly. Like a dive yeah. watch can be a little bit bigger because it needs some presence. You need to yeah. be able to read yeah. it underwater, maybe, yeah. or somewhere you're 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 swimming or whatever. Yeah. But uh, for a dress watch or a, or a more elegant watch, yeah. a smaller size is also less screamy. Yeah, it, it exactly. suits the the kind of watch that it is. I think so. Exactly. Um, sure. Yeah. For sure. And a, a watch like the Explorer, which doesn't have a bezel, I think is perfect at thirty six. I think it's that's I mean, that's I think, that's. I think, one I think there's a reason they went back to thirty six. Absolutely. Exactly. Well, Absolutely. There's, a, there's yeah. a forty now as well. There's a forty. There's a 40 but, well. uh, hey, yeah, you know, exactly. If but you're, if you feel that that's what works on you, then you exactly. know go yeah. for it and enjoy. But I think that for me, uh, I can think of these Omega dive watches that yeah. they did a, for for quite a while at, at around the thirty six, thirty seven millimeter size there's a version of my 2254 which is at that sort of what they would call it mid-size um and i really i don't i those don't sit well on my wrist i've tried those on i've tried those smaller uh sized uh uh, seamasters and i think that they just don't don't really work that well i think for a diver 37 is already quite small it's it's like for me personally that's a little bit pushing it yeah um so the tudor black bay 54 fits in quite well but i think that as soon as you get rid of the bezel um, yeah, you can definitely go down to 33, 34, and uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's really a perfect fit. Yeah, I, I just went uh, like uh, recently to the Nomos uh, forum. Right, right. And of course, Nomos watches uh, famously have quite long lugs. Mm. Yeah. And especially for those watches as well, and they're all time-only watches, or most of yeah. them, yeah. Uh, maybe with a date, but uh, their dial is quite big. And then the 33 and 35 sizes uh, uh, from their collection work really well yeah. Yeah. On, uh, on my size wrist, for example. Yeah. I think the 30, uh, 35 Nomos, if it has that those sort of characteristic long Nomos locks, yeah. it's a super good size. Yeah. And yeah. I think a lot more people that are used to wearing 40, 42 could wear that and not be bothered by it, and it will for still sure. look good on them for sure. for sure. But I think it. I think you make a very valid point when you say the size has to fit to the type of watch. Yeah. We just had the the planet a lot of planet oceans in. Yeah, exactly. And we all yeah. agreed that the forty two was a significantly better looking watch than a thirty nine. Yeah. Even though we actually normally prefer a thirty nine, and we've always say that well, thirty seven, thirty nine is that sort of that sweet yeah. spot for most watches. Yeah. But in terms of that watch, it just makes more sense in forty two. Absolutely. It just makes yeah. the the proportions of the watch so much better. Yeah. Um, 
So I think it really comes down to the watch. And I yeah. think with, yeah. with anything in this type of styles that we're wearing now, it has to be under 40. And I would say oh, it yeah, has to be sure. under for sure, 38 for sure. even. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. Yeah. And uh, would you say that for you that you're a seasonal wearer of smaller watches? Do you think that they come to you more when the the sleeves come out and it's a little bit more comfortable? You tend to go for bigger watches in summer. Uh, I know, Lars, you sort of just you just hammer through the whole year. Wearing, yeah, I just wear small, small watches. watches. Yeah, I do. Hey, yeah. I, I respect that. That's that's you know fantastic. It's, um, uh, I think for me, it, it it's also a, um, it also comes down to comfort a lot. I think I yeah. just think smaller yeah. watches. Let's say lighter, max, slimmer. Yeah, I think they're just yeah. more comfortable on the wrist. They're more comfortable with the type of work that I do, which yeah. involves sitting behind a computer quite a lot. Yeah, you don't desk dive. No, I don't <laughs> desk dive a lot. Um, I used to have a forty-four millimeter Panerai, forty-four. And I, yeah, forty-four. Yeah, forty-four, and I would wear that a lot as well. But I often found myself when I was riding, I on the computer or doing anything work-wise, yeah. I would take it off. Yeah, <laughs> and true, and put it next true. to me, and I always thought well, that's a bit of a shame because yeah. you're supposed to be able to wear this all yeah. the time throughout yeah. the whole day. Yeah. It's true that a leather a leather strap interacts in a in a much kinder way with the laptop, especially if you're typing straight yeah, into the laptop. I, I know that there's products that you can stick onto the onto the laptop, like a little. There's there's I I remember this, they're called peacekeepers. I forget who makes yeah. them, but but they're they're like little suede pads that you glue onto your MacBook your so that you okay. don't scratch your yeah. your computer or your watch, or your watch. with your yeah. computer. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, so it's no, that's true. That's yeah. true. Fair enough. And how about you? Yeah, I, I also uh, prefer sometimes the the lighter. Uh, form factor of the of the smaller watch, right? Because it, um, yeah, especially in summer when you yeah. already don't feel like wearing a lot of stuff, yeah. it's nice to have a lighter watch on the wrist. Yeah, and true, um, true. yeah, uh, the Breguet is here on the table, which is also a thirty-four and a half millimeter watch. He's a little bit um, wounded, I think. At yeah, the it's a bit wounded. Taking but, a break. Uh, it's, uh, it, it should be sent somewhere, but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But we'll uh, get it and fixed. also the um, <laughs> the Reverso I have in the collection is also. True. Yep. A smaller watch, and it's also yeah. quite light. Also, because they're all watches without a bracelet. True. So yeah. um, uh, most of them are quite light, and it's very comfortable actually to wear in the in the summertime when it's a little bit warmer. Yeah, because your reverso is small size, right? But yeah. it's dual face, but small. Yeah, it's a, two, yeah, it's yeah. small, it's called but it, medium, but it's smaller. It's the yeah. right size. It's the right size. Say. Yeah. To me, but when they I call see it that, small, I think right. Medium. Oh, yeah. they call it medium. Okay. It's a medium. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And nice. they actually used to call it. Um, Grand taille. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. That exact size. That exact size used to be the grand okay. taille, but now it's... Yeah. So there you see that uh, previously... That's shifting. Or, or yeah, yeah. shifting a like, lot. Yeah. That was the bigger size, yeah. or used to be the bigger yeah. size. And yeah. I think, yeah. you, uh, you would only get up to like 36, 37, maybe even 38 on really sort of jumbo watches. It would depend on the movement, and, and really exactly. only with uh, chronographs. Because I have this chronograph Swiss that uh, that was featured a couple weeks ago, uh, and, and that was that's 37.5. Yeah. And that is for being from the 40s, quite a large watch. Yeah. But I feel that 34, for, for me, what happens is is I'll often think, eh, it's a little too small for my wrist when I when I see it and I'm looking down uh, at my wrist. Mm. Um, but then what will happen is I'll be somewhere and I'll see somebody wearing a smaller dress watch, yeah. usually on a leather strap, from a distance, like a, somebody making coffees uh, behind a bar or something like that. And I'll go, damn, that looks really good. Yeah. Like just from a distance, when you see it on somebody else's wrist, the way that it wears, you go, you go, yeah, that's a good look. 
that's a really good look. And then somehow I'll I'll start thinking about it, and then I'll pull out a couple of uh, of the smaller watches that I have. And uh, yeah, more often than not, I end up wearing uh, the the Omega, which has the the bracelet, of course. But um, yeah, works just as well on a on a leather strap. I think the bracelet's a yeah. bit of a, a cheat code here because it sort yeah, of definitely. makes it have a bit more uh, wrist presence and okay. and makes it wear. Uh, like the perception is like a little bit bigger, yeah. I would say. And more sporty um, as well. Sportier for sure. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. I like it either way. Dress it dress it up, dress it down. And uh, yeah, you really can't go wrong. And and, and I, I think of like what you said before, it's really good to encourage people to, to just give it a go. Yeah. Like yeah. look at pre-owned market, find some, you, there's a lot of value to be found, like you oh, said, a lot of uh, with, with these smaller pieces that people might think 34, I can't wear 34. No. That's, that's really not an option. But uh, if you look on um, yeah, any pre-owned website, Chrono 24, whatever you can find a lot of value. I mean, yeah. you, you, what, 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 how much uh, did you pay roughly for your, uh, for your Longine, uh, like your Saitash? That was not well, a that one is expensive. for sale right now. Okay. So that was bought for an undisclosed amount. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, the, uh, I have the a 30, I have a 38 millimeter uh, that's been featured on the podcast as well before. True. Yeah. Uh, okay. With a uh, sector dial. Mm-hmm. And I paid. Let me think. I paid fifteen hundred euros. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fifteen hundred. Yeah, fantastic. So, and and that's in like new condition. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that was yeah. really in, in in beautiful condition. Yeah. I exactly. think uh, I think for for this particular Omega, uh, which I'm not going to sell, so I'll say yeah, I'll yeah. say it. I'll say it. I'm not afraid. Uh, I think I paid six hundred euros for this watch, which is really yeah. quite a sort of. I feel very reasonable price for yeah, an yeah. automatic watch from the early '60s on yeah. the on the bracelet, uh, um, and it's from uh, I think I believe it's, it was originally bought from a um, oh, I forget his name. I'm I'm really uh, can't remember anything. I got to have another cup of coffee here. But uh, <laughs> but it's a guy from uh, uh, Belgium actually. Oh, okay. He's based I think I believe in Brussels or near Brussels, mm. um, and it was originally purchased uh, from him probably for for a higher price I yeah. guess, and then I bought it off of a, a was private it seller. Uh, yes, time? Perpetual Watch Lover. Perpetual I think it's yeah. Perpetual Watch Lover uh, on Instagram, and I believe the website is called the same. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, in great condition. Sixty from nineteen sixty one. So yeah, he also so, sells uh, very nice uh, older Psychos. Yeah, older Psychos. A lot of, them, a lot yeah. of Omegas. A lot of these sort yeah. of uh, older Omegas as well. He carries a little bit of Rolex from time to time, mm-hmm. um, and always fair prices and and, and really cool stuff. So yeah. yeah, I would encourage people to to just. You know, try one on. Yeah, and I think, like you say, between five hundred and let's say between, let's say, give a, a generous yeah. um, under range. two thousand, right? Yeah, yeah, between five hundred and fifteen hundred. Yeah. that's where you can really find a lot of good stuff. Absolutely, uh, Absolutely. even thirty-eight millimeters. You can also yeah. be lucky to find some of the the what was previously considered very oversized, so yeah. thirty-eight, thirty-nine. Yeah, but they would still have the slimness. Yeah. Um, the only thing you have to be aware of, of course, is that it's. I mean, my the two long chains I have, one is from fifty two, one is mm-hmm. from fifty seven. You have to be you have to be careful with them. Yeah. Like yeah. To, to put it uh, so that's also because yeah. we're, we're we're discussing also wearing them right yeah, so exactly. that's that's another thing because it's not it's not just about okay does the size work or not I believe we've discussed small watches before I think another yeah. point to make is obviously typically when you go for a watch. Uh, in these dimensions, it's going to be vintage. Yeah, most of the time. Most of the so time, yeah. uh, things to keep in mind. I would say also, yeah, look out for for gold plated cases. Uh, a gold plated case, there's nothing wrong with it, but I would say. Um, Make sure that it's in nice condition because yeah. if it looks a bit ratty, then it can be a bit. It, it, it's just yeah. not as nice, right? Um, and then there's also chrome-plated cases, which are very common in the in the 40s, I believe. Exactly, and those are 
Yeah, not that nice because they tend no. to rust a little bit. Um, and then it's also worth being careful with the movements. Yeah. Because a lot of these, especially when they're older, uh, from before the, I would say before the, the 50s, 60s, yeah. uh, they don't have a shock uh, absorption system no. in the in the balance. So they can be, be very easily uh, break or be it can, affected it can not, by... Often it can be installed afterwards. If you take it to True. a watchman, they can install yeah. a, a shock yeah. absorbing thing. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's really worth... Careful if you're riding your bike or, exactly. or anything like that. And yeah, if you drop it, then... Don't uh, drop it. Then don't drop it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't drop it. And don't if you drop it, it seek yeah. help immediately. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, but... And, and also water and moisture is also really yeah, something tricky. to it's, do. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. quite tricky. Because this is called a sea master, but... Yeah, but don't... I wouldn't, you're not yeah. going to be a master of the seas. No, no, no. You're, no, you're no, hardly no. master of the rain, I think, no, with, exactly. this, with yeah. this one. But uh, I really see that as the, like... Um, predecessor of yeah. the of the aqua terra or something a like little a bit more, yeah. more dressy yeah. and uh, yeah. versatile uh clean dial just the date yeah. but i yeah. think that's a good what you say there's a good segue into um because now we've talked vintage watches a lot what yeah. what modern smaller watches yeah. are yeah. you guys sort of do you have your eye on I think your reverso is a good yeah. example of yeah. that right away, right nice. off the bat. Uh, my Cartier Tank Solo yeah. is also relatively small and mm. being a Cartier, being a square watch. Uh, square watches tend to be the ones that that stick around in smaller sizes these yeah. days, I would say. Um, but I believe that there's also... Um, Even the Santos. Yeah, Santos it's Very well. nice in the smaller, smaller size. For sure. Yeah. And I like, uh, for example, we were looking at this yesterday, the uh, Laurent Ferrier. Yeah. Uh, like the smaller, I forget what the what the name is, but the, yeah. the sort of classic, the more round shape, not the not the not sport. The cushion, uh, no. no, no, yeah, but yeah. Uh, but I believe that those are those are fantastic, and there's probably a lot out there. Yeah, and I just did an article on a pre-owned Rolex, like mm. buying mm. your first Rolex, maybe as a pre-owned one, mm-hmm. and I I only featured uh, 36 millimeter uh, watches in there. Yeah. Okay, but during my search, I I found a lot of 34. Even smaller sized right. these uh, like Rolex Air watches, yeah. thirty four Air King. I think yeah. it's awesome. There are yeah. so many of them, yeah. and dates, like yeah. thirty four oh, yeah. millimeter yeah. dates, yeah. fifty uh, references, fifteen thousand or fifteen thousand yeah. two hundred. Yeah, and they're really like nice watches. Yeah. And they and, wear really well. If they you find one really on the well. bracelet, and the bracelet's in good condition, but yeah. it also looks good on on leather. Exactly. And the good yeah. thing is that often they're cheaper than the thirty six millimeter or, yeah. or, or bigger yeah. uh, alternatives. So, Definitely. Uh, and if you're really brave, yeah. you can go bubble back. Oh yeah, definitely. 32, definitely. 33. Yeah, those yeah. are you're pushing it now. <laughs> like you have to. But you but Put if you style forward, it right, I think yeah, if you exactly. style it right, if you get yeah. if you get yourself a good-looking leather strap and that's that's maybe another thing is yeah. finding a leather strap for these. Obviously, we're used to watches having 20 millimeter, maybe 22 millimeter uh, yeah. lugs, mm-hmm. but a lot of the time with 18, you see a little bit less of a selection. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, we carry well, some in the, in the shop, of 30, course. We got 30, 32 different types of 18 millimeter <laughs> straps. Shop.fatello.com. Okay. Everything exactly. there. Yeah. Ah, but even yeah. uh, last week we saw a watch from uh, Avocado Vintage. Oh yeah, the yeah. A Piaget it was also a square watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, beautiful. Uh, really yeah, those uh, black really, dial Piaget. Yeah. Um, what are they called? Um, yeah, obviously I think they're, they're not called Piaget tanks. tanks but yeah, they might just be called tanks, tanks, but, tanks, but yeah, yeah, I think yeah. they're so they're, they're almost fantastic. better looking than a Cartier tank. Yeah. I think yeah, they have they have sort of a little bit of a different yeah. spice to them, and it had a really birch finish on the ah, on the bezel, so and and, and so even good. the dial was like made out of wood. Yeah, yeah. it was really really nice. Yeah, and and that like a piece like that, and it I think it was for sale for less than two thousand. It was fifteen hundred or so, right? Or so. Yeah, and of course that's Solid a lot of money. Case. 
But uh, yeah. when you compare it to, for example, uh, a micro brand watch or, or yeah. something else, then yeah. it could be really nice to have a piece like that mm-hmm. in the collection to wear yeah. every once in a while. If you've already picked up, uh, something, if you've already um, picked up your Serica diver or something exactly, like that, then you yeah. go well for the same money. You can yeah. also get yourself something vintage that's a little bit more special. You're not going to wear it every day potentially, no. but you know it's good to, every now and then to to be able to scratch that, uh, able to scratch that itch, exactly. I suppose. And then, uh, and but we were talking about modern ones and i think yeah nomos is also a a good a good example of that i know that um tiso somewhere buried under hundreds of references in the catalog they they have like a a small 34 35 millimeter uh solid gold i think it's probably a quartz movement but Mm -hmm. still i mean if if you're looking for something reliable and that's going to keep time and and it's still like a classically sized classically styled um uh, gold watch that could also be the way yeah Um, i think it's also a testament to the let's say the increased interest in smaller sizes that sure. the Tissot PRX in 35 got a lot of attention. Yeah. 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 Uh, the 40 did obviously as well and the 40 yeah. is great, but the 35 is also... Definitely. Uh, Definitely. It's something that re- some people really, really cared about. For sure. Yeah, exactly. For sure, for a lot sure. Of people were, were excited. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I think that that's great. I think people like the bo- the sort of the, our conclusion here can be that, uh, that uh, people should give it a go. Oh, absolutely. Uh, give it a go. It's it's you know it might seem small, but uh, hey, it's we call it classically sized and uh, and uh, and <laughs> I think really, that just it's not about the size. Uh, no, it's not it's, about it's the, not size. the size exactly. No. It's how you style it. It's exactly. how you wear it, and it's uh, it's probably what you do with it. Yeah. it's probably on on your wrist. Exactly. But uh, but yeah, fantastic. Well, thanks guys. It was a uh, great fun talking with you guys uh, about this. So. Thank you for tuning in and uh, make sure to like, subscribe, uh, all that good stuff. And of course, join us next week for another episode of Fratello Talks. See you then.